Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Five Easy Things, the podcast. I'm Yolanda Albergati, your host. I am coming at you live from Golden Ox Studios here in Cleveland, Ohio. So glad to have you on this journey where we discover and explore five actionable tips or hacks to help you live your best life. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button and also leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Red wine with a white tablecloth and something to eat? I it's so confusing. Hi, Kurt from Chuck's Fine Wines. It's so simple. If you like what you're eating and you like what you're drinking, in all likelihood, it's a great matchup. For the best matchups, come on down to Chuck's Fine Wines in Chagrin Falls, the legendary valley destination since 1946. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's so good to, uh, to be able to make this connection, especially because my next guest is totally awesome and is all about connecting. <laughs> So, welcome, Debbie. So great to have you here. Well, Yolanda, thank you so much for inviting me. I feel honored. I love it. The pleasure and the honor is mine. Tell everybody what you do and how they can reach out to you. So, I am the uh, founder of Connext, C-O-N-N-E-X-T, Nation. And um, that is a company that helps people to figure out how to get referrals. It's a training company. And the easiest way to reach me is just email me at Debbie, D-E-B-B-Y, at connectnation.com. Love it. So what five things are you going to share with us? Well, I think I, so many people come to me and say, how do, I, how do I get the most out of my networking group? Whether it's a chamber, whether it's BNI, whether it's your association, and it's always interesting to me that it seems to be a mystery to others. But um, I, I think it's easy to get overwhelmed and not do well when you join too many. And I always encourage everyone to look at their, first of all, their uh, time budget. How much time do you have to spend? And then also look at your financial budget. Because when you are a member of an organization, it's not just the membership dues that's there. It's, you know, what about the lunches through the year? And are you going to sponsor? And are you going to take guests with you? So I think you have to look at the whole budget. And depending on what those two questions are have been answered, then you say, okay, can I do one well? And if I can only do one well, great. I have to find the one that's best for me. If you can do two, that's great. I recommend no more than three. And that would be a super networker that's, you know, really has their act together, which probably is not me. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big, big one on do just one and then dive deeply. Yeah. Um, so limit the number that you attend because then people could really get to know you and know you more. Um each group will have it usually uh, lots of things going on, even here during the middle of COVID. So many, I know you're a member of WIN, which is uh, Women in Networking. And I am so impressed with how well you pivoted during COVID because you have your usual monthly meeting, but then you have added um, a weekly 
uh, lunch and learn. And I just am so impressed that you've managed to do that. Oh, and um, so I know that there are many women that are going to all of those. I, I hear from Heidi um, all the time about, you know, what, what she heard and how great it was today. Um, so I think that you've got to look, um, when you look at the time budget, say, how much can I donate to this of my time to this group and get it on your calendar so you don't miss? Because the is more you're there. One? Is that number one then? The time? No, that's, no, that's number two. Okay, which what is, is number one? Number one is limit the number of groups. Okay. Gotcha. Number two is attend as many events as possible for that one group or those two groups. So that's why number one makes so much sense because you yeah. figure out how much time you're actually going to give to whatever you're doing. Oh, yeah. So three is like a whole bunch. Two is, is probably super, super. Three would be way too many, I think. It would be a lot. And, you know, I, through the years of teaching people, we've talked about this in my classes. And I had a young woman who was in my class, this is a number of years ago, that belonged to seven chambers. That's crazy. I'm like, well, not only is it crazy, she was probably hurting her reputation because I'm sure that she wasn't able to show up. I mean, think about it. They were probably, many of their events were on top of each other, conflicting with each other. So yeah. she was one of those that, you know, you couldn't always depend on her, I'm sure, to be there. And mm -hmm. um, so the more that you can be there, the more people get to know you, but also the more they know, wow, she's really invested or he's really invested. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I want to be around him or her because it, he, he he's making it happen. That's great. So. So those are the first two. And then the third one is have a goal. Yeah, I mean, come on, know why you're there. Know mm -hmm. what you want to achieve. Uh, it, is it a social? Are you going out with a group just to gain friends? That's fine. Know that that's what you're there for. But if you're there for a more uh, professional business reason, have a goal every time you go. I'm the laziest salesperson in the whole world. And when I go to a networking event, I want to schedule two appointments for some time in the future. Um, I don't want 10. I don't want five. It's too many for me. I want two. And, you know, then I get that done. And the secret is that when I get that done, then I can go home too. <laughs> as long as it's appropriate. I mean, if it's, if it's a lunch where someone's speaking, obviously I wouldn't get up in the middle of it and leave. But um, so have that goal because if you don't, all you're doing is going on networking dates and you know, if that's what you want, that's okay. But you're absolutely right. Having the goal, especially if it's a business networking organization will help you feel like you've accomplished something and then eliminate that attitude of, Oh, this is not working or it's not worth it. And it's not that it's not worth it or not working. It's just that you don't have a goal. So you don't exactly. Know and you don't know if you've gotten whatever it is you're supposed to get because you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people do come to me and say, you know, I'm not going to rejoin whatever it is. And I'm like, well, so what was your goal? And they're like, goal? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the reason that you're not getting anything. <laughs> um, the other, the, the last two are really fun for me because uh, offer to be, or even if there's, there's not a formalized program, be a host of the event. Give yourself a job. Uh, sometimes it can be official. Uh, many of the chambers have ambassadors or uh, B&I has a visitor host, but 
even if you're not official, be a host and look around for that person who is looking like they, you know, would like to go home because no one's talking to them and go up to them and start a conversation, ask them what they're, you know, all about, find out what they're doing and they'll love you for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. And also if you're, I'm one of those people that, um, I don't like big networking events. I'm better one-to-one. And so when I'm going into that big, like an after hours or a big launch or, or something like that, the voice inside my head is, you know, doing the old, this is stupid. You're, you know, you're no good at this. And so if I give myself a job, it kind of gets those voices back farther. So I don't hear them. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot more fun that way. That's a great tip. Yeah, it is. And then the last thing is invite a guest to go with you. And but you, you've got to know that your goal, well, maybe your goal is to talk to that guest the whole time. And if that's your goal, that's okay. But if your goal is, I want to bring this guest to the event and I want to introduce him or her to two or three people. So identify that, get that done. Uh, you may then um, go around with this guest and say, okay, I'm going to introduce you to the next three people. And then after that, will you introduce me to the next three people that we run into? So you're taking turns introducing each other to other people that you're meeting. Um, it's, a, it's a little easier that way instead of you going up and introducing yourself. You know, we all feel stupid when we do that, or at least I feel stupid sometimes. When someone else makes an introduction, they can say things about you that would sound like you were bragging, but they're saying nice things and it's, it's wonderful. So those are the five ways. Oh my gosh. Uh, so I love, I love the last one. Everybody wants a partner in crime. That's what I call it. Be the partner in crime, you know, yes, together. But I, I will tell you, I am shocked to hear you say that you're uncomfortable introducing yourself to people. So for um, some of my listeners who know you and, and we consider you to be the networking guru of, of this region, hear you say that helps other people understand that they're not alone in feeling that way. But I'm shocked because I would have never guessed that in a million years because I'm off as so comfortable with doing it. But I, on the Myers-Briggs uh, profile, I'm, I'm an introvert. Really? So, yeah. So what that means is that I just get my energy in, internally rather than externally. And so going yeah. to those events is very uh, tiring for me because it pulls energy away from me. Whereas some people love it. You know, that's how they get their energy. And so I think that's why it's a challenge for me. Um, uh, you know, and my mom uh, was very shy. And when she and my dad got married, they moved around a lot. And she soon found out that she didn't make a friend the day she hit town that six months later when they moved again, that she would leave town without a friend. So even though she was very shy, she pushed herself out of her comfort zone and, and made herself immediately reach out and figure out you know, how to make friends. So I think probably I have a little bit of her in me also. All right, Debbie, thank you so much. Those were great tips. You're welcome. Yes, you make it so easy. Tell, tell everybody again how they can uh, reach out to you. Uh, the easiest way is to email me at Debbie, D-E-B-B-Y, at connext, C-O-N-N-E-X-T, nation.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. 
I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who's been listening to the podcast and showing us mad love and giving us ratings and subscribing and reviewing. I really appreciate your support. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing.